0: Hi and welcome back to The Messed Up Gardener. My name is Esther Aiken and I'm your host for today's 10 minutes or less quick and messy garden chat. I keep getting questions from my amazing listeners that do not fill my traditional weekly podcast and as the 10 minute or less quick and messy garden chats have been so successful, I'm going to keep recording them. Please keep sending me any gardening questions and I'll see if I can accommodate them as either a quick and messy or as a formal podcast episode. This week's question was raised by Shelley Narvell from South Florida. I'm really sorry if I got your name wrong. Regarding her herb container garden, she says she cannot keep basil alive but does okay with her rosemary and her oregano, is a little wilted looking. She waters often but it's hot in South Florida. Now container planters are a great way to bring greenery and beauty to your home or office. They can be quite tricky to maintain. One of the biggest challenges is keeping them from drying out. Here are a number of hot tips to help you keep your container planters healthy and hydrated. The first one is to choose the right plants. Select plants that are well suited to your climate and the amount of sunlight they will receive. Plants that are native to your area area, are often a good choice as they are adapted to the local conditions. But when it comes to a specific themed planter like herb gardens, then to maximise the growing space into planting is definitely more desirable. The bezels and either the Italian or curled parsley and chives are also a good example of a soft herb that when combined with the more robust herbs such as rosemary, oregano and some of the thymes, these all have what's called secondary growth and their root systems tend to be a little bit deeper than the more surface herbs like the soft leaf I was just mentioning. This is where it pays to have planters that have a little bit of depth to them so you can encourage the different root zones to be occupied with the secondary growth herb's Foraging for water deeper in the planter. The next tip is to use the right soil. The soil you use in your container planters should be well draining and moisture retentive. Look for soil mixes that contain peat mosses, vermiculite, or perlite, as these materials help to hold moisture while allowing excess water to drain away. In this case, it does pay to spend a little bit of money getting a good quality potting mix. It's it really does make a difference to the health of the plants. The next hot tip is pretty common knowledge and that is to water regularly. It's important to water your container planters regularly, especially during hot, dry weather. Water deeply until the excess water drains out of the bottom of the pot. Don't let the soil dry out completely between waterings. However, in some cases, if you think you've watered your containers deeply because the water runs through quickly, just double check because if your soil has actually gotten too dry, then the water just passes through the soil and out the bottom of the containers. And the soil hasn't actually had a chance to absorb any of the moisture on the way through. This next hot tip is one of my favourites that I'm always going on about and that is to mulch the soil. Adding a layer of mulch to the top of the soil in your container planters can help to reduce moisture and regulate the temperature of the soil. I'll go into the container mulching a little bit in a little bit but the next tip is important also and I kind of touched on it before in the first hot tip and that is to group your plants with that I mean, grouping your container plants together, which can help to create a more humid microclimate around the plants, which can help to reduce moisture loss. Be sure to leave enough space, uh, you know, between the plants to allow for good air circulation. So these five tips that I've covered should make a nice difference in maintaining the hydra- hydration. Gosh, it's been a long day in container plantings, but. Let's look at some of the actual mulches that you can use other than having a saucer at the bottom of your planter. I'm going to cover a number of container mulches that can be used to retain moisture in the soil but does not attract insects or get smelly. The options I've come up with mostly look relatively aesthetically pleasing as well. The first is and would probably have to be one of my favourites and that is to use shredded coconut this is a popular mulch option that is made from coconut coconut husks. It helps retain moisture in the soil and it is also resistant to insects and diseases. The shredded coconut does not decay as quickly as some of the more natural mulches and over time, however, it can attract a few bugs. So it pays to give it a little bit of a scruff up so you are constantly adding a nice little bit of air through the mulch, preventing ants, for example, making their home in the coconut fibers. The next option is pine straw. This mulch is made from pine needles and is a great option for containers. It helps retain moisture in the soil and also helps regulate the soil temperature. Just be aware that pine straw can be quite acidic when breaking down into the soil, so it is quite a nice choice for tomato plants and other more acid-loving vegetables or herbs. Gravel or pebbles. Now, these are great options for succulents or cactus containers. They allow for proper drainage and do not attract insects or produce unpleasant odours. Just make sure, especially if you're in hot areas with a lot of sun on your containers, try to use pebbles that are light in colour because it is less likely to attract the heat and add to the dehydration of your container soil. Here in New Zealand we have quite a nice stone mix called pea gravel that comes in a range of colors and sizes. I tend to try and go for the lighter mix rather than the gravel gray mix and which is sort of the stock standard. It is actually a naturally rounded river rock and can range in size up to roughly 10 mil or 3 of an inch, I believe it is. If you're on a tight budget and want something that is going to do the trick while being eco-friendly, then this next mulch is easy to use, and that is shredded paper. It helps retain moisture in the soil and is also resistant to insects. Just be sure that you use paper that is not glossy and full of colourful inks. I shred up the newspaper prints that come in the mailbox sort of roughly once a week, especially around my strawberry planters. The last tip now that I want to cover, especially around mulch, and it is my, well, Another one of my favourites, I guess, called sphagnum moss. This is literally a mix of a number of different mosses combined and it can hold moisture of up to 20 times its dry weight. Especially fantastic to use if you are growing orchids in containers. Just remember, this is also one of those things that you will need to move around a little bit to aerate and stop it from compacting down, which can then create more issues with drainage. Now this is also a great mulch to use for hanging baskets just to give you some handy hints there. On that note I will also quickly mention that if you have herb planters that are terracotta and Uh, for example, clay, these tend to be quite porous as well and will increase the dehydration of your soil, causing your plants to wilt faster. So either you cover the outside with a mix of yogurt impregnated with mosses and basically that encourages the moss to grow over the pots themselves, which will then naturally force the water to stay within the terracotta or clay pots, depending on what, you know, planter you've got or before you plant into these natural planters you seal them with a special terracotta sealer otherwise it is definitely pays to invest in some decent plastic planter boxes as long as you can keep the colors neutral and not black no matter how good it might look and that will also assist in keeping your planters cool and more likely to retain moisture I hope that answered the question and it's now clear as mud. I hope that today's quick and dirty garden chat was of interest. If you do have any gardening questions, please do reach out. And if you do need some garden project advice or coaching, I'm your girl. And as always, I say gardening can happen in any space and in any place and on any budget. Have an incredibly abundant week and I'll buzz you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to today's episode. I would love to hear about your gardening adventures. Flick me a DM on Instagram at The Messed Up Gardener or send me an email in Let's Connect. Don't forget to check out my gardening reels on TikTok. If you are looking for some help planning your next garden project or just need some one on one private coaching, reach out and let's get growing. If you have a garden related business or you're looking at starting a gardening business, including arbiculture, land clearing, firewood or a general plant growing and selling business let's work together in my one-on-one private business development coaching container having helped my clients grow several six-figure plus businesses including from startup to working on million dollar open space management contracts for many years now let me help you and let's grow your business so you can leapfrog your profits and establish a viable and sustainable business If you're looking for a business podcast, check out my The Let's Buzz You Up podcast available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If this episode was at all helpful, please share with others and let's get growing in any space, in any place and on any budget. Till next time, happy gardening and buzz you later.